Well, good morning, folks, and can I give you a warm welcome to our 9.30 service this morning? It's great to see you. And uh, most of the details about what's happening in the life of the church are in our weekly bulletin. Uh, perhaps two things that are really important. First, immediately after the second service, in other words, about one o'clock, um, there is a special lunch for those who are relatively new to the church. And so if you've never been to one of those before and you've been coming along to the church in the last six months or so, then feel free to come along at one o'clock. I'm sure we can add extra water to the soup and make it stretch around or whatever. But uh, it would be great. That doesn't sound like a really warm welcome, does it? Anyway, okay. Um, and then also secondly, can I just mention that tonight at 6.30, there will be a service of believers' baptism when I think four of our young people will be getting baptized. And it would be really good if as many as possible could come along and share in that also. Now, we mentioned a few weeks ago um, at our anniversary service and uh, that Gillian was obviously stepping down at the end of this month. And this is actually her last Sunday on duty. And um, Gillian being Gillian doesn't want to say really very much about the situation. And, uh, but we do want to give her a little prezzy uh, on behalf of the church. In fact, she was telling me she's had lots of little prezzies from lots of different people and lots of different groups that she's involved in. So I'm just going to ask her to come forward now and uh, I want to give this to her. And she's not allowed to open it until later on because we have to do the same thing at the next service as well. But, uh, let's give her a little round of applause. Yes. church as our children's and family worker over so many years and she would want me to say also to continue to pray for the process as we seek a replacement in fact the interviews for that will be this week and uh, so do remember that in your prayers also so i'm just going to hand over now to joy who's going to lead us in our worship well good morning I'd like to read a few verses from um, the first letter of Peter. Um, we're thinking this morning just about the hope um, that we have in our security for our future. Um, and Peter writes in his first letter, chapter one, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. So, be truly glad there is wonderful joy ahead. Let's be encouraged by these words as we come to worship. Let's just pray as we 
we open our service. Father God, we thank you for your promise. We thank you for the gift of your salvation that is freely given for each one of us. We thank you that you have plans for us for a hope and a future, and they are good. Help us to praise you and worship you now, for you are worthy. Amen. Let's stand, and we're going to sing that new song that we were just singing a few minutes ago. An offering will be uplifted during the second song, and when the bags have been brought to the front, the children are leaving at that point, but not the young people. I'm just 
gift and offering during this next song and if the children can leave once the bags have been brought to the front.
Lord Jesus, we thank you for the hope that we have in you. We thank you for the promise that you give to us. And out of our love for you, would you accept these offerings and gifts that we give back to you as a token of our thanks for all that you have done and use them for the glory of your kingdom. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Please have a seat. Nice to see Cody here this morning. Is he still with you? All right, okay. This is our, our latest addition to the church family. How old is he now? Three weeks tomorrow. He probably won't remember, but let's give him a wee welcome anyway, will we? Also, I want to welcome uh, to the platform this morning, David Smith, one of our own members. And uh, David, come on, and uh, I'll just chat to you a couple of minutes before we, we pray for him. David, just while you're collecting your thoughts, it's a good year as far as Watford is concerned. It's a very good year for Watford, yes. Uh, uh, FA Cup semi-finalist. And probably the highest place in the league for a long time. Absolutely. Yep. People are probably surprised. Um, is David connecting here yet? Okay. Uh, people are probably surprised that actually you're a keen football fan. How did that all happen? I know it's not really that important for today, but anyway. This was not, not the question I was expecting. Um, I, when I was in my teens, I almost became a professional footballer, and I played for Watford Juniors. So I was within a stone's throw of the ground, and I, I just grew up with a, a love, love of football loveliness. and a love of Watford. We're sort of glad that you didn't make the grade, um, because for those who, who don't know, uh, David's had uh, ministries uh, in Cambridge, and, and then, to cut a long story short, ended up in Glasgow as vice principal of International Christian College. But the reason why you're here this morning is because this afternoon, uh, now that all the washing and ironing has finally been done, you're heading off to Pakistan again. Just tell us why you're going to Pakistan. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going back this evening. Um, I was in Pakistan two years ago visiting a former student from ICC, Imran Gill, who leads OM, which here is Operation Mobilization. In Pakistan, it's Overwhelming Mercies, which I actually think is a much better name. Um, so I, I was there for two weeks, two years ago, um, spent time in Lahore and Karachi and then in the Sindh, and it was really one of the most moving experiences of my life. And I've been asked to go back to speak to a pastor's conference in Karachi on Tuesday, and then go up into the Sindh to another pastor's conference for two days uh, in an area of of really considerable poverty and difficulty um, was the, uh, in that area last time that I was just so humbled to, to be able to uh, identify with people who live extremely difficult lives but show an extraordinary faith. Um, so it's, it's quite a demanding week. I, I, I said to them, look, you know, I'm, I'm two years older. I'm not sure that I can keep up the pace that we had last time. And they listened and then told me that in the Sindh they want me to do five studies in Jeremiah 
And then three days ago, I had an email that said, oh, by the way, we're opening a new school for the children of Hindu, children, uh, in, a Hindu community in the Sindh, and we'd like you to preach at the opening of the school. So fairly laid back, really. <laughs> Although having said that, you will enjoy that a lot more than the many hours you have to spend in Dubai Airport on the way there. Uh, because for you, Dubai Airport is almost the exact opposite to life in the Sims here. Yes, I mean, I think, I think one of the most overused words in the English language is icon and iconic, and it comes up all the time. But I, I see Dubai as a kind of icon of the modern world and all that's wrong with it. Um, so enough said. But I've got to spend most of tomorrow in, in Dubai Airport, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll ask for grace to be able to pray for Dubai. And also, I think there's some concern because of the events recently in uh, Christchurch and the impact that might have in terms of the mindset and, and just how things are panning out in Pakistan as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Pakistan is not an easy place for Christians. They're extraordinarily courageous. Um, I mean, they're, they're, the, 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 the strength of their witness, despite all the difficulties, is really amazing. But I think in the light of what happened in New Zealand, in places like that where Christians live as a minority in a Muslim community, there's going to be some, some unease for some time to come. Perhaps you'll tell us when you come back, but I, I quite like that definition of OM as being overwhelming mercies. Yeah. For us as a congregation for the church in, in Scotland, what, what does that say to us about where our priorities ought to be? I mean, I think the fact that this school has been built for the children of Hindu parents, many of these, these Hindu people are very low caste. They're probably Dalit people. Um, they were kind of left on the, the wrong side of the border when the division took place between Pakistan and India. Um, and many of them are, are turning to Jesus. They're oppressed by high-caste landowners who've taken their land and used them as day laborers and often don't pay them. So there are real tensions there. But they're finding in Jesus someone who is compassionate, cares for them, um, wants a change in their lives. Um, and I think OM in that situation... It's OM that is behind the building of this school. Um, and, and so it's this, this combination of faithful witness to Jesus Christ done in parallel with action to bring about justice and change. So it seems to me that, that OM there demonstrates what has often been called integral mission. And I think sometimes we, we still have a little bit of a way to go with that. Thank you, David. We just want to pray for David, and uh, perhaps maybe just two or three people would just join me at the front, those who know David well. Would you like to just to come forward? You don't have to pray other than in your mind and say amen, and, uh, but that would be great. Okay, Maggie and Elizabeth, that would be lovely. Okay.
Andrew, come on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's just pray for David, yeah. Father, thank you for reminding us that you are a God of immense mercy. And thank you for the way in which that has been demonstrated uh, amongst these fellow believers in Pakistan. We pray that we too as a church might take cognizance of that and be a church that not only preaches the good news of the gospel, but seeks to pursue justice and to love mercy also. But we pray for David as he travels. We pray that he might indeed know your strength throughout this trip. As he's reminded us, he's two years older than he was the last time. And so we just pray that physically, you will give him everything he needs as he endures uh, the amount of preaching and teaching and encouragement that he needs to bring. We pray also for him spiritually. We pray that as he spends time uh, in your presence and with other believers, that you will lay upon his heart the words that you want him to use, the things that he wants to share, um, that as he preaches from Jeremiah, as he preaches at the opening uh, of this school, as he uh, shares in so many different ways with other pastors, we just pray that, Holy Spirit of God, that you will work through this man. Not that he wants any glory for himself, but we pray that through him, many of these pastors who are serving you in very difficult conditions, might indeed be strengthened in their faith. We thank you for their courage, as David has mentioned. But we pray that you will continue to give them the courage and the boldness that they need to share the good news about Jesus in the communities in which they find themselves. And we pray for the whole situation uh, in terms of the wider community as a result of what has happened in Christchurch and elsewhere. We pray again for protection. We pray again for sensitivity. But we pray again that something of the compassion and the mercy and the love of Christ will be so evident in these believers that in one sense that in itself will be a testimony to the other wider community in which they are placed. So Father, take our brother, we pray, and use him for your glory. Through him, strengthen the believers and build up your church, for we ask it in your name. Amen. We're just going to take a moment to this morning to look at the screen and uh, to recognize what is happening elsewhere in our world, and particularly the cyclone in Idai. Um, not only Tierfon, but 
Ruth here with Africa Inland Mission, uh, BMS. Uh, many different mission agencies are working to try and alleviate the suffering that has come about uh, in that area. So can we stand together as we just watch two or three slides, and then I want us to respond in prayer collectively as well. So let's stand together. The psalmist says, Hear my prayer, Lord. Let my cry for help come to you. I'm sure you'll have seen on television, but many thousands of lives have been devastated in southern Africa. And our prayers and our gifts are desperately needed. Mozambique is the worst area affected, um, but it has also impacted uh, Malawi as well and, uh, and also parts of Zimbabwe. So do pray for the churches and the Christian agencies that are working in that area. Hundreds have been killed, and the figure is rising every day. Uh, the figure is almost certainly now into four figures. So hundreds and hundreds of people have been killed. Nearly half a million left homeless, which is torn through these three countries. And Tear Fund, and I've mentioned also BMS and Africa Inland Mission, are working with local partners to meet people's immediate needs. You can see there the devastation that has wrecked havoc in the country. Tear Fund and these other agencies will be distributing food, cooking utensils and shelter, along with seeds to replant crops destroyed by the winds. When I saw the damage, I thought, where will my children sleep now? We have lost everything. But these believers have said, we are determined to follow Jesus where the need is greatest. We believe that through him, we can shine hope in even the most desperate of situations. The World Mission Hub here are at the moment in the process of discussing what an appropriate response would be financially, and uh, you'll hear more about that in the coming days. But if there are individuals who would want to supplement what is going from World Mission Hub, then please feel free to make a gift available uh, to Norman uh, in the next few days. Uh, and whatever you send in its entirety, we will supplement the gift from the church as a whole. But let's pray together this simple prayer. And uh, at the end of each line, let's just take a few seconds to be quiet and uh, before we commence the second line and so on. So let's pray. Feel free just to obviously keep your eyes open. So we say together, Father God, we pray for the people of Malawi, Mozambique, and Zimbabwe. And together, we lift up to you families and communities devastated by the cyclone. And together, comfort those who have lost loved ones and homes 
and heal and restore those who are injured or traumatized. And together, strengthen and guide our partners so that they can reach and help people in greatest need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. I hadn't planned to say this this morning, but I was reading Psalm 46 um, this morning before I came out. And it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fail. Nations, God will help her at the break of day. And God says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Please stand with me as we worship our God. Oh, 
Lord, who are we that you would be mindful of us, that you would care for us, and yet you have called us chosen, and we have the promise of salvation through Jesus' death on the cross. Thank you, Lord. Help us now to be still, to know that you are God, and to hear your word to us. Be with Andrew as he brings us your word and give us hearts and minds that are open to hear what you want to say to us. In Jesus' name, amen.